Hey everybody, just real quick before the show started, uh, this is Steve, and I just wanted to let you know, for all the latest information on our podcast, hit us up on Twitter at EILF Movies, that's everything I learned from movies. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. If you're looking for incredible art, or maybe gifts for an upcoming uh, birthday, or Father's Day, Mother's Day, anything like that, Christmas, uh, you can check out Izzy's art at untidyvenus.etsy.com. You can also find us on all the uh, podcatchers like Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or iTunes, whatever they're calling it these days, Podcast Addict. Uh, basically, Google us, you'll find us, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. All right, on with the show. Everything I learned from movies helps to make life a little bit groovy. With a one last plot holes a gratuitous movies. It's time to get busy with your friend Steven Izzy. Igor, you and I shall be at the very heart of a scientific enterprise that will change the world. We shall create a life out of death. It's alive. Do you realize how significant this is? Oh, I have an inkling. I'm Detective Inspector Turpin. I'm here to investigate missing body parts. I'm not sure what you mean, sir. Are you not afraid to challenge the natural order? Mr. Frankenstein. No. And it's Frankenstein. <laughs> we shall create a man. After our own image. Questions? Um, well, you're welcome. I think it is time. You met our monster. Victor! Don't! Full charge! It's alive. Yes, well, that's rather obvious. You have the chance to be part of something. Oh, what? Being electrocuted. Chased by monsters. And hunted by the police. Well, if you're going to concentrate on the dark side... Be careful, Mr. Frankenstein. You toy with wrathful forces. I cannot argue with that. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, so modern. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned from Movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. Ah, uh, we celebrate Frankentober <laughs> with 2015's Victor Frankenstein. Steve? <laughs> yeah. When did this movie come out? <laughs> like, Apparently 2015. This was honestly one of those movies where it was like, oh yeah, Chris McAvoy and Daniel Radcliffe are going to be in a Frankenstein movie? I can't wait till that comes out. Oh, it came out two years ago? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but we are not alone. Uh, yes, we are not alone for this one. Uh, joining us is uh, beloved Patreon patron Jarrett from the Sci-Fi Double Feature Drive-In Podcast. Welcome, Jarrett. Oh, Jarrett Brad. Hi, guys. How's it going? <laughs> He's alive. <laughs> it's, great to... <laughs> it's great to be here. Thank you for having me. Anytime, anytime. Oh, thank you for being oh. on. Repeat and... offender on this year's podcast. <laughs> oh, it's great to be a repeat offender on this podcast. <laughs> and <laughs> thank you for making me watch this one. I say we've uh, missed you since Chappie. <laughs> oh, oh, Chappie. 
Oh, Chappy. <laughs> he's kind of has that little Frankenstein uh, theme going on in that movie, too. Yes, he yeah. does. Hey, there's an X-Men in that one, too. <laughs> uh, but first, I'm a little parched. Steve, so am I. In honor of the great Dr. Frankenstein, or as Steve pointed out, it is actually pronounced Frankenstein. <laughs> Stupid, taking German dude. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, we have Pauliner Munchen. Munchen. Pauliner Munchen means uh, it's from Munich. Ah, the Oktoberfest Merzen. Jawohl. Ooh, let's see. Ooh. What is the ABV? 5.8% alcohol by volume. Hell yeah. The secrets behind Polliner's excellent taste and unwavering qualities, locally sourced ingredients, and a tradition of craftsmanship that's been passed down perfectly through our dedicated brewmasters since 1634. Damn. Here in Munich, <laughs> Polliner beer is not a mere product, it's a matter of heart. Also, crazy strict German beer laws crazy strict basically everybody's recipes hasn't been able to be changed since the 1600s (laughs) all right i'm gonna pop my top here let me hear it oh my top (laughs) and the pour i'm drinking out of a blue glass today so steve will have to give you oh steve's gonna drink i think out of the i'll take it out of the bottle bottle. uh it's a meriton so it's got a nice little uh amber color to it Mm -hmm. uh but a crystal crystal clear lugger yeah, you can read through this thing. It is crystal clear, white foamy head, very a uh, little bit of fruitiness on the aroma, which mm. is appropriate for this style. Uh, very malt forward. Steve's got in for the taste. Yeah, I was going to say, absolutely malt forward. A little bit of that noble hop characteristic, but mm-hmm. just a nice, smooth, easy drinking. Uh, not going to lie, Meritzen, among my favorite beers in the world. So oh, yes. wow. It's a nice little red lager. So. That, yeah, that's a good stamp of approval right there. Right? Oh, yeah. We could <laughs> easily drink half a case of this during a bad Frankenstein movie. Wait, what? And and luckily, we, have a, we had <laughs> Wait, a full what, case what yesterday. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I am very familiar with that malt characteristic that you talk about. <laughs> good stuff. Mm. Uh, so, Jared, are you uh, drinking anything on your end? Uh, no, I'm just uh, taking some H2O to take, take care of some cotton mouth from s- some, something else. But <laughs> we, won't, we won't speak of that on a- air. A- a- it's a- legal aller- here. Allergy so. medication, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, it, I do have a note. I've had a doctor's note since high school for other things, mainly to get out of the mile. Wait, what? <laughs> Ugh, you and your uh, having, like, health care and shit. <laughs> no, I just didn't want to run the mile. I didn't want to run the mile either, but I came from parents who were like, if you're not bleeding out the ears, we're not seeing a doctor. <laughs> I didn't have to, I did, you don't have to see a doctor to not run the mile. You just gotta say, ah, his ankle hurts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, this uh, note is from a Dr. Frankenstein? <laughs> <laughs> Great segue there, Steve. <laughs> All right, so do you guys remember that one time Professor X and Harry Potter defeated Frankenstein's monster? Right. <laughs> yeah, 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 I do uh. remember that time. Let's bring it on back. <laughs> do you guys remember that one time Harry Potter apparently was in the circus as a hunchback? <laughs> oh, he's so a, much bullshit. He's a, regular, he's a regular Swiss Army man, that, that Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh my god, the first part of this movie is so much bullshit, guys. I apologize oh if I just start screaming bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it's it's he just like <laughs> he just is instantly a doctor. 
Yeah, right. He read well, a book. Well, apparently that's how it was done back then in the days. Because um, in like almost all the connotations of the Frankenstein story we've done this month, he was a student. He yeah, was, Dr. He wasn't a doctor. was a student. He has not graduated <laughs> with his doctorate yet. Oh, I'm 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 speaking of the hunchback. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, yeah, him too. <laughs> but 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 let even Doctor Frankenstein. You oh know, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's like, oh yeah, I went to uh, medical school for about three weeks before they kicked me out. Uh, but right. yeah, I'm still cutting things up in a basement because you know my privilege. I don't know. <laughs> I just like uh, I like when Lorelai, that's her name, when she falls in the in the circus, and um, Igor goes to her aid and he just like analyzes her like a computer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, Bearded lady, I need 50 cc's of <laughs> all of a sudden it's just like a hospital right there. That scene, he's just perfectly a doctor. And you mentioned the uh the like yeah, 3D like computer vision. It looks like something out of minority report or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Diagnosing cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, this person has a blockage in their left aorta. I yeah, put in a stint. Oh, I'll see you tomorrow morning, and, nurse. And and I'm sorry. What was that stint that they shoved in there? Does it help save her life? A, a fucking pocket watch. Oh yeah, the pocket watch. <laughs> what the fuck am I watching? Yeah, apparently her broken breaking her shoulder keeps her from breathing. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that one. Until you throw the watch in there, then she's just fine. And then it's like, oh, wow, you really know your stuff, little hunchback guy. Uh, guess what? You want to be a doctor? Leave the circus and come with me! <laughs> Max Landis uh, really needed a way to introduce that pocket watch. Oh, indeed. Uh, okay, so let's, let's, a little, little behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh, this was written by Max Landis. Who is that, Steve? Uh, he wrote, uh, he's the son of John Landis, legendary filmmaker, uh, but he also wrote Chronicle and American Ultra and Mr. Right, um, and apparently is, um, set to write and direct a reboot of American Werewolf in London, which, I mean, seems mildly unnecessary, but you never know. Comes from the, uh, the lineage of it. And the director was Paul McWiggan. Um, you may know him from The Reckoning, Wicker Park. Lucky number eleven, which is oh, that's the one I've seen. That's the one I've seen as well. Yeah, and, and if the name sounds really dumb, it is. The, also, fun fact, guys: Victor Frankenstein does not graduate med school. He is not a doctor in Mary Shelley's books. He's a narcissist who thinks he can play God. That that seems to be a trait. <laughs> but he trait he doesn't become a doctor until, as far as I can tell, apparently Abbott and Costello meet the meet Frankenstein is when he's officially referred to as doctor according to this list. Interesting. And that's canon. Is that canon? Abbott and Costello. Abbott and Costello are always canon. Yeah, that's true. Everything it is universal. In those yeah, it's gotta be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we get the that scene where the pocket watch helps save the love interest life somehow. Uh, uh, she gets taken to the hospital or something to to recover. Yeah, a hospital. <laughs> Me, yeah, yeah. She gets taken to a bed in an orphanage, I think, to oh, recover. So, oh, and one of the other carnies is like, a well, you know, she's alley. as good as dead. Cause she should have stayed here because uh, she's just going to go to that filthy hospital and get pneumonia. Which. May, may have a point. <laughs> By the way, you should run away from the circus and go join the doctors. <laughs> <laughs> join the doctors! <laughs> well, he does say in the movie, 
I'm a clown physician. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that, that was that was written by Max oh, Landis, God. everybody. Oh, just, just throwing that it's out so, there. It sounds like uh, a character in a Zach Galifianakis show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a clown physician. <laughs> but it's better than a clown dentist. <laughs> Hashtag Bojack. (laughs) Uh, Quickly scatter into the night. (laughs) But, oh, but, so when she's taken taken to the hospital slash orphanage, whatever, (laughs) and uh, Igor is basically chastised and beaten and thrown into a cage. Uh, Before that, he asked Victor Frankenstein, what is your name? Title card. <laughs> this is this felt so Guy Ritchie. Yeah, it really did. I I, I thought it check. was super hip. I liked yeah. it. I liked it. Well, we, so I did actually really enjoy the illustrations, but anytime they opened their mouths to speak about science, I just wanted to throw the TV out the window. <laughs> we'll get nobody to those even, parts. It just gets worse Googled. and worse through the movie. What what you're talking about? Like Oh, it does. They, the science they gets even, worse. They couldn't even have Googled like some scientific terms. Uh they Googled heart and lungs. Right. <laughs> oh. Alright, but so Igor's locked in the cage, Frankenstein mm. comes in and basically breaks him out. With a magnet. With a magnet, yes. And uh It's a magnet and a tickler. <laughs> and I was like, ooh, a tickler. Ooh. <laughs> I think I got one of those in my drawer. Tell, tell me more, <laughs> detective. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they see him escaping, and so there's... They're, like, dodging, running through the circus, and the strongman's after them, and there's the guy blowing <laughs> fucking fireballs at him, and they're ducking it. And <laughs> I love this scene. It's so great. Well, then the, and then there's the scene where... Oh, fuck, they... He like st- oh, turns on the lantern, and that causes a reflection where it looks like he's in front of a glass, and the guy yeah. throws a machete or something, and it goes through the glass and gets another guy and kills him. And I was like, yeah. "What the fuck am I watching?" Why would all these other people that are all also being exploited want to keep this person in the circus? Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it why they're helping the circus guy. <laughs> they're all being exploited just like this guy. Like, go, run, you're one of the, you're one of the good ones, go. <laughs> Quick, swing on this trapeze. Whee! <laughs> Quick, get in the cannon. He's and one of the free. ones that's been saving you all, too. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Is like is the hunchback kind of like being the uh the geek like is it the bottom rung? He's the physician. Yeah, say I'm sure it is, but it's also like, oh, the strong man has a pulled muscle or broke a finger or something. It's like, oh, here, I can help set that. Oh, there you go. Yeah, but is it one of those things like, does he just sit in his room and read his books and then he goes, I can help? And everybody goes, shut up and go away. You're just a hunchback. Go away, nasty ass uh, hunchback. I, I, I guess. I, guess. I, I don't yeah. know the, the hierarchy of circuses of the 19 or 18 whatevers. I just know uh, the geek act was at the bottom. It's a shame Elise isn't here to tell us the hierarchy, being the midget expert of the group. Right? <laughs> I just can't see them being above pinheads, though. It's true, but uh, <laughs> yeah. But regardless, Frankenstein and Igor make it out of there safe, and Frankenstein takes him back to his uh, his apartment, and basically says he's going to slip into something more comfortable. <laughs> yeah. And this is where it gets. A little weird Ooh. inside Steve's head. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, apparently, uh, he's like, oh, what? what is your name? Oh, I, I never really had a name. <laughs> really? 
okay, well, you can take the identity of my roommate who's never here. His name's Igor Strassman. There you go. All taken care of. By the way, hold still real quick. I'm going to throw you up against a pole and suck an abscess out of your back that's the size of a small child. Bullshit, 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 bullshit. If that wasn't an abscess for 18 years, he would have either died of sepsis or it would have already burst. It's not, that's not what it is. It can be a tumor that could be removed. I would buy that. It could be like something else, but it's not just an abscess full of pus. Bullshit, it's bullshit, for bullshit. All, it's for all the... F- the fetishes of pimple poppers. No, that's, that's so gross. For. You guys are all disgusting. <laughs> I know that's at least 70% of our viewership, and I'm sorry to say that. <laughs> but no. Ew. Gross. But this is also coming from the girl who grew up on a farm and regularly had to, like, lance abscesses on stupid sheep. It's pretty It's pretty good scene, though. Ugh, it's gross. It's interesting. Well, oh, and then, he, and then and he, he throws him in a corset. Yeah, exactly. He throws him in a corset and bangs yeah, him up against the wall again to straighten out his back. And he's like, yeah, it's going to hurt for a little bit, but uh, you'll be okay. You'll get used to it. And it's like, he's like, this is the still- ideal woman. <laughs> 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 you will be the ideal woman. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> So now he, cut your hair. Yeah, exactly. So he cleans up a little bit, cuts his go hair, Go wash yourself shaves. up. Yeah, go. <laughs> go clean yourself up. He's making him his wife. Yeah? yeah. Oh, I thought this was going to get weird and rapey real quick. Yeah, it wasn't real quick, but no. <laughs> Uh, but back at the circus, uh, we're introduced to the detective that's investigating the murder that happened there. Um, and of course, everybody at the circus is like, oh yeah, the hunchback went crazy and him and his friend like caused a mess and like killed somebody and then ran off scot-free, blah, blah, blah. Oh yeah, he was in this cage originally. Don't know why. This guy gets obsessed. Oh, he gets super obsessed. Yeah, this guy's got some issues. It's usually about, uh, Frankenstein movies are usually about the obsession of Dr. Frankenstein, but this guy gets even more nope. obsessed, I think. Pre-med student <laughs> Frankenstein, thank you very much. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> hey, back in those days, you could be anything you wanted. You travel five miles out of town, you could say anything. your name is anything. Hi, Cat. Caster Troy says hello. <laughs> Come here. He's like, I'm a doctor now. Caster's <laughs> Dr. Caster Troy. <laughs> See, he could be a cat. A, a cat doctor. Or a, a human doctor. Yeah, I was going to say, just because he's a cat doesn't mean he has to work on cats. People treat maybe cats he, all the time. Maybe he prefers it. Are you a Siamese doctor? <laughs> no. <laughs> he's like, screw you, that's racist. <laughs> it's, only, it's one of like three cat names I know. Are you a tabby doctor? They've changed their names to Colorpoint Oriental because that's much less offensive. Or, or... Uh, Thai Cat. Yeah, I just painted all the cats, so I know all the cats now. <laughs> all right. Oh, and so the the detective is saying he's on like an investigation because like animals were missing from the zoo and animal parts and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And he found a lion paw at the circus. Apparently, yeah. Victor just like kept it in his pocket for good luck. Yeah, and it like fell out when they were running away. What? No. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah, I don't understand the lion paw because was he just gonna bring like attached just the paw to something, or was he gonna bring back just the paw to life, or what? So they did have two lions out front at the circus. Did he maybe yeah, yeah. find a dead lion in the back and he took the paw off of it? 
No, he said there was a dead lion that they that just died at the circus that he. Yeah, okay, so he he got the paw off of that one then. Uh, They just didn't explain it very well. I just don't know what he was going to do with it. He's going to put it on Gordon, who we're going to meet later. That's right. Oh god, that would have been cool. I wish he would have done that. (laughs) But he didn't because he dropped it. Oh man. Oh well, but the next day Igor is feeling fine and fancy free, and he's got a map of London. Oh, so, and a new outfit. And a new oh, outfit, yeah. yeah. And then Pretty Woman starts playing. Exactly. Because he gave him some cash, and he's like, go buy some stuff in the in the shops. And then they wouldn't, they won't let her buy stuff, because they think he's a hooker. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, good sir, I'll have you know I'm merely a Connie. Turn doctor. <laughs> I say good day. But then he gets afraid of horses, and he falls in the mud, yeah. and then he sees that he's wanted for murder. Yeah, those wanted posters, yeah. Yeah, bunch of bastards in, in old day London. What, yeah. the horses that he's afraid of? Yeah, the ho- wait, horses. Wait, wait, the yeah, guy who grew up in the circus is afraid of horses? Yeah, yeah lions know shit about horses. Whoa, get him away from me. <laughs> I can handle an elephant. You hear them coming. Can't hear a horse coming down a cobblestone street. They're sneaky. <laughs> Not anything anyone's ever said about a fucking horse. <laughs> what, a, what a goddamn bell on him or something. Uh, but then we go back to uh, the Frankenstein apartment. And uh, he introduces Igor to his experiments down in the basement. Which are apparently <laughs> three-month-old eyes. That he yeah. puts a device called the Lazarus Fork connects it to them and they start blinking and looking around and it's one of the creepiest things i've seen in a while that was a good creepy scene i won't lie <laughs> oh this is where he, he says the you i'm number, number one, one. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he doesn't say it but he says basically in that cadence like you are my one friend i can trust or something like that and i'm like what the fuck am i watching yeah. Oh, while he was saying it, we were we were talking over him. So. <laughs> they haven't even been uh, dating that long, and now Igor's already criticizing his work. I know, He's right? Like, uh. <laughs> He's like, you didn't even do the nerves right. Look at your work. It's shabby sloppy. work. This is sloppy, sloppy work. It's like, who's the real doctor out. here? Well, I'm the one that actually read the book. <laughs> yeah, but I'm the one who's in school. <laughs> Touche. I hate doing group work with you. <laughs> you're the <laughs> worst study partner ever last weekend you were a carny hunchback <laughs> look at you look at you now yeah so that means i'm the one who had the most recent promotion you could, you could pass for a boy wizard <laughs> uh so then we get a nice little montage of them reanimating meat um yeah and then <laughs> and then we find out Igor's lady friend Lorelai is out of the uh, hospital, but now she has a benefactor. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. A guy who owns a cabaret. Millennials don't cabaret. know what a benefactor even is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Google benefactor. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's somebody who gets my, uh, someone I place in my will and they get stuff when I die, right? I think no, so, no, yeah. our benefactors are, are like our Patreon members. They benefit us. Ah. And we factor it in. <laughs> We factored into our our lives, our happiness. We need more benefactors, guys. We need more. Join like, us. What? It's like that uh, DC comic hero, Benny Factor. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. 
Uh, so it's around this time uh, they receive a final notice um, in the mail. It was at this point... Deep breaths, honey. Deep breaths. It was at this point, I knew the twist <laughs> that was coming up, but uh, mm-hmm. we'll, wait. we'll keep that going. But uh, basically, Igor... Wait, was it Igor was invited to the thing, or was Frankenstein invited to the thing and took Igor along Frankenstein with him? Frankenstein was invited to the thing and took Igor along as yeah. his date. Oh, that, that's right. It was like a night out on the town. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then smash cut and- to... Babies grown in vats. Sperm, 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 sperm. Shit. I call bullshit on this scene. Once again, they're talking science, so bullshit. What babies grown in vats? Yeah, and then I, he's is... talking. He's talking about in vitro, and no, no, no. If he's talking about babies grown in vats at this time period, he's talking about like growing babies in vats, not putting them back in the mamas. Oh no, he specifically says, and then we put it back into the womb or yeah, in no, the uterus no, that's or something. The bullshit part. He knows nothing about that. I think that that's a joke. Yeah, maybe. babies grown in vats. <laughs> yeah, so Igor doesn't uh, isn't like super into this line of questioning, so he sneaks off to go talk to his lady friend to find out her benefactor is a gay dude and she's his beard. <laughs> yeah, and, that, and By that's, the way, she's very forthcoming with that information. Oh, like, like that, he, that's like their meet cute is like he sees her across the room and then it's like, do I know you from somewhere? Like maybe, and then she's like, oh, all right, it's just another line. And he's like, it's, it's, it's me, I'm a hunchback. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you do kind of look like him. Hey, how's it going, homie? And hey, then, you got your thing drained. How's it going? Yeah, that, was, that was weird. How long was I in the hospital? Great. Uh, but then Frankenstein teleports up the stairs and is immediately next to them and drunk oh. off his ass. Yeah, everybody's drunk at this party, apparently. And then, yeah, they start talking about science, and then there's the... The, the little card trick where it's like, what does it say? Oh, obviously it says death. And he sets it on fire and now it says life. And it's like, are you Chris Angel? What did you just do? Oh, that's what it was. I think I was making a quesadilla. <laughs> <laughs> Mind freak. <laughs> I, I thought it was that dumb. And then I thought it, there was more meaning to it. So there wasn't more meaning to that. Not no, really. No, that was it. That was oh, it. Okay. Just, just, just a little just magic card trick. Br- like an icebreaker he was trying to do? Yeah, I, I assume he's got like five or six of those cards every time he goes out in the town. <laughs> just like, okay. all right, well, this uh, this one's a prude. Let's see what else we got going on here. <laughs> hey, you want to see a magic trick? Hey, uh, I call this a, a Rubik's Cube. <laughs> here, here's one I learned at Oxford. <laughs> anyway. Uh, and, then, uh, and then after the party, Frankenstein says to Igor, I think it's time you met our monster. Yeah. <laughs> So All that g- meat you've been reanimating yeah. and then stitching it together. I call him Bobo. No, Gordon. His name is Gordon. Which is a quite proper yeah. name for a goddamn atrocity of a monkey. By the way, I just wish I'm it was not... a funny name. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> Just slap your mic out of anger. What, what was it we thought he had said? Gollum or something like that? Yeah, I, th- we, I was trying to decide if he had said Gollum or Gordon or... I don't remember what else, but yeah, I thought he was saying, calling it Gollum. Because yeah. a golem is like a Jewish like stone monster, like yeah, from yeah. the Torah. Yeah, yeah. I wanted. I, I, I've I wanted seen Noah. Noah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm not gonna lie. I was kind of hoping this would just be the monster. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah, it, like maybe it would die once, and they would reanimate it again. It would just go out of control or something. We need yeah. more, bigger. Yeah, yeah especially bigger. <laughs> <laughs> it's a goddamn gorilla. <laughs> It'd be amazing. 
but yeah, you got the whole uh, basement lab scene. Ah, it's alive. Oh, that's right. They do the presentation at the uh, the university. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I gotta say, I was kind of disappointed that uh, it was practical and then they went full CGI. I was hoping they did more practical effects for the. You know, I was looking forward to that too. Yeah, because it, it looked good on the on the uh, table and yeah. how it was first coming up, and then they just were like, nah, CGI. <laughs> well, unfortunately, much like in theaters, only seven people showed up in attendance at this demonstration <laughs> at the school. <laughs> which, which, by the way, if you see on like the little college pin board or whatever, watch <laughs> me reanimate a goddamn monkey. Oh, Steve is there I'm for there. Rowan Center. I will drive to that college because it's next to you guys. <laughs> I came all the way from Cardiff to watch this. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but yeah, seven people showed up and most of them were just douches. So they put the Lazarus fork on them a couple times, shock it, nothing happens, just smelly corpse flesh and flies. Oh my god, corpse flies everywhere. Well, it's with your stupid monkey, it can't get up because it's dead. <laughs> yeah. Can't get hard because you're looking at it. <laughs> I half expect a midget with a bouquet of flowers to pop out of his... And then it starts breathing and he's like, uh, never mind. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Caster! No, it's kidding. <laughs> but then the monkey starts moving. And holy shit, it turns holy into a shit. zombie monkey with electro yeah. powers. It's like it has from Congo. Powers. <laughs> it's like that really fucked up one from Congo. Yeah. Except it has like a that electro electric electrocuting heart, whatever it was. That yeah, le- <laughs> electro capacitor or whatever in its back. Yeah. yeah. Oh, his flux capacitor. You know, if he yeah. uh, gets up to eighty-eight miles per hour, he can travel through time. <gasps> Oh my god. <laughs> Save it for the sequel. <laughs> Back to the Congo. Hey, eh? check out our episode on episode uh, part two coming out tomorrow. <gasps> what? Wait, well, what? what? Well, it, uh, this episode comes out way later for you guys, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> check out their past episode. On, is, is it on Congo? Back to the Future 2. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Oh, even better. Back to the Congo 3. Wait, wait. And actually... <laughs> Really, really good movie. Well, not that I don't like Congo. Yeah, I mean, I back mean, to, back to it's crazy no monkey. Congo, but <laughs> all right. So the electric monkey starts running <laughs> down the hallway at eighty-eight miles an hour. Electric <laughs> zombie, yes. Monkey. Technically, uh, it is a zombie. Yeah. And then there's a fight between him and Igor that rages on into the hallway and Kill through, him. <laughs> through a door and over the edge of a staircase and and then Frankenstein catches up and it's like kill it kill it kill it and so it gets him off his gets the monkey off his back and bashes him in with a fucking fire extinguisher he just got that monkey on his back he hesitates for a while though yeah well he's like well I, I worked really hard on it <laughs> well and like I like how he's like trying to rationally talk to it he's like he keeps going like Gordon you need to calm down <laughs> bitch I'm a monkey Igor's like fucking kill it I mean look at this thing it's a dead monkey alive I'm not gonna just kill yeah. it I mean, oh it's not just a monkey it's got other parts attached on there yeah, I, I was trying. Yeah, to that's, out. I was trying to figure out what that was. I'm sure that's what you were just going to say, Steve. Yeah, yeah, like, like, like I seem like, oh my god, what if they had put the lion paws on there? And I, I, it looked I like it know. looked like it had Forrest Gump's legs. Yeah, <laughs> right. 
a like monkey early day Forrest and you Gump. got legs. <laughs> Mag- magic legs, Forrest Gump. Yeah. <laughs> and then as he's running, the the braces break off, and he's able to reach eighty-eight miles an hour and go yeah. back in time. Which Ooh, that, too which much Zemeckis. <laughs> which at that time would have put him what in the middle ages or something and, <laughs> and then we have a monkey in king arthur's court yeah oh, new franchise <gasps> guy ritchie crossover what <laughs> then we can continue the king arthur like king, king arthur and the zombie monkey with electro powers new oh and then the cool monkey title gets sequence. the sword and he and he circus plays the monkey oh, yeah great. oh yeah I just but, want to play myself in a movie. <laughs> the part really sparked to me because I've always wanted electro powers. <laughs> Can I just play a human? Coming <laughs> next week, our interview with Andy Serkis. No, no. <laughs> we wish. That would be fucking awesome. So many questions. Alright, so they kill the monkey, blah, 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 blah. And it's at this time that the, uh, the blonde douche guy, uh, what's his name, Finnegan? Yes. Uh, who was talking smack up until the zombie... <laughs> jumped alive and started causing a ruckus uh he wants in now um and he has plenty of financial standing since he's in like the third richest family in all of london <laughs> <laughs> he reminds me of that guy that bought that that aids medication and then and then wrote, <laughs> raised the price of it <laughs> you, mean the, you mean the guy who still has the wu-tang clan album <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> So, by the way, in this movie shot 20 years ago, that guy's played by Carrie Ells, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, he's too handsome. Yeah, so that's like Carrie Ells' son or grandson or something like that. Now, yeah, but... he's not quite as handsome, but he has some of the genes. <laughs> yeah, no, but, I mean, he had a certain amount of charisma. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was King Louie in Three Musketeers, which we did a couple I of... know! Oh, really? God. Yeah. Yeah, I, I had to look it up because I'm like, I've seen that guy in things before. Yeah, he was in uh, Three Musketeers, and I, his name's Freddy Fox. You mean the one with uh, Orlando Bloom? Oh, that's, and yes. that's a made-up name. That's yes. totally a made-up name. Well, you know, he's the grandson of Red Fox. Um, <laughs> and 20th Century Fox. <laughs> God damn those 20th Century Foxes, so behind in the times. <laughs> but yeah, so then uh, Frankenstein freaks out on Igor because... Igor's like, I don't know, I don't think we should be doing this stuff. And he's like, what the fuck do you think we've been doing for the past three days or however long I've known you? This is what <laughs> we're doing. We're doctors. We we bring people back from the dead now. <laughs> you sound a little yeah. uh, seinfeld there. We're doctors. <laughs> we're this is what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> we can't let our line food win. <laughs> I'm a bee. Anyway. You like uh, jazz? So- so then the detective uh, is investigating whatever the hell happened at the school, but oh, only God, like three people witnessed it, apparently. <laughs> um, and then he magically teleports over to Frankenstein's place and is like, hey, so you had a little demonstration the other day, right? And then him and Frankenstein have a little back and forth where he's like, uh, science is an abomination of God and blah, blah, blah. They just really get up in each other's shit. Um, <laughs> and he just lingers. He just lingers yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm waiting for uh, somebody to just go. Uh, hey, guys, guys, you, you guys want a drink or something? You want to? <laughs> I I got a Pac-Man machine in the bank. Yeah. It's on free play. It's on you guys want to play, play some Mario Kart or something? We can. Yeah. And does this does his partner partner ever say anything? I don't think so. Yeah, like I, that's what I was noticing. I, I I think like in the scene later when he's like 
him and the commissioner in the room or what, like the, I don't know, chief of police or whatever. Like he maybe says something like, he, he's right, my lord. Or something like, like that's it. Get me Batman. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they have a little thing. Uh, the detective leaves because whatever. Lorelai and Igor talk in the streets of London about <laughs> the horrible things they've done and what they should do about it. <laughs> they're, they're talking on the streets of London. So I, I, that is one thing in movies I like never understand when it's like the two main characters are having like a conversation like oh I think we should just go to the police because we totally killed like four people blah 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 and it's like what if I'm walking past that on the street and it's like what the yeah, fuck are they I've always about? thought that too Steve it's very odd <laughs> well see that's when you turn to him and go oh I'm sorry we're just practicing for a play called what if I killed the guy <laughs> it's, we were simply, it's based on the O.J. Simpson book we were simply reciting the title of the play that we were both in right honey <laughs> no I'm talking about the electro monkey we made that killed a bunch oh, of people oh you've learned later. your lines so I, well I, what, what are you talking about <laughs> this is my life a, you guys made an electro monkey too <laughs> Oh, good. There's multiple suspects now. <laughs> okay, I'm starting to feel more normal about this. <laughs> so then we go back to the Frankenstein apartment after their discussion, and they, and then we're introduced to Frankenstein's father, played by Charles Dance. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. By the way, as soon as I saw him, I was like, holy shit, if they were just redo the... Uh, the Hammer Frankenstein movies, mm-hmm. Charles Dance would be the the Peter Cushing of our oh, yeah, generation. For sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. He's definitely got some clout. <laughs> yeah, he does. Gravitas. Gravitas, that's the word I was looking for there, Steve. <laughs> got it. I'm, I'm a poet. No, yeah. I'm <laughs> but you I do know it. Know. Because you said it. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if I don't tell people I'm a poet, how will they know? <laughs> Anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the dad was was a decent guess for for this point in time in the movie. Yeah. For the for the one day Absolutely. of shooting that Charles Dance was available between shooting <laughs> Game of Thrones season five. Right. Is that is that what he's from? What else? Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. He was probably uh, spoiler alert. If you haven't seen four seasons ago of Game of Thrones, this is probably right around the time he was uh, killed off from there. <laughs> I haven't what, seen that any Game of Thrones. Oh, you are missing out, my friend. If, I, if, I, I might if, check if, it out one day. Do, do you enjoy boobs? boobs. Oh, I, yeah, I think they, they factor into my likes. Do, do yes. you enjoy swords and dragons and shit? I do like dragons. Well, they'll tease you with the dragons, but they keep you, they keep you peaked with the boobs. Lots of boobs, <laughs> lots of murder. Peaked for sure. I mean, it's no Spartacus blood and sand. That's just boobs and dong all damn day but <laughs> it's a uh, dong in game of thrones yeah only once in a while i think there's a lot of dinklage though there is and a midget game of thrones <laughs> <laughs> well, but yeah we get uh talk about uh victor frankenstein getting expelled and blah 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 and then there's a name mentioned henry 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 yeah. frankenstein is that a name mentioned in the older movies? Nope. Nope. Okay, yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> this is not canon. Crea- it's created, yeah. It's not in I know it's not in the book. But I, I'm okay with liberties like that. Obviously this is oh, a I'm, new a new telling of the story and stuff. So whatever. I'll, I'll let it go. I I've, never 
I'm, I have never, I never have problems with liberties like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen Frankenstein movies with time travel coming later this month. Oh Jesus! <laughs> but yeah, but uh, yeah, they're talking about Finnegan's project, and they're going to make the modern Prometheus. We're going to make him bigger stronger give him two hearts four lungs three assholes whatever it takes there's, yeah. there's and it will confuse the alien timeline <laughs> <laughs> indeed oh my god <laughs> that is fucking hilarious <laughs> Sorry. Uh, then we get a whiskey montage where they get drunk and start designing this creature <laughs> like Dr. Mephesto in South Park. Where can we put another asshole on this thing? I'm over right here. <laughs> the best way to uh, create your most prized possession or creation, rather, is definitely to be drunk off your ass. That's how a lot of uh, children are made. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of children, uh, Igor's invited to the ball by Loralee, so he goes to the ball, and then gets balls deep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Hunchback's getting some. Yeah, Hunchback turns into a humpback. (laughs) 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 I'm coming. (laughs) Oh, ropes. Just ropes of it. Yeah, I can't believe they show that, too. It's supposed to be like PG-13, right? Yeah. Just ropes and ropes of yogurt. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you know, like the scene that when they drain his hump, it was like that, but the front. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just shaving cream everywhere. (laughs) Uh, But after his... uh, his morning walk of shame. Igor goes back to the apartment to find, uh-oh, the police are trying to break down the heavily secured door. Oh, I better get out of here. Yeah, like, well, I better hide behind this guy and go in the secret entrance and blah, blah, blah. And then he uh, opens a cabinet or something looking for uh, something Victor asked for. And holy shit, there's a giant dude in ice. It's the real <laughs> Igor. By the way, how are they keeping that ice cold? No idea. No uh, idea. <laughs> Magic. Just the hearts of all the London children. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a main line from the orphanage. <laughs> and he has no eyes. Yep, where did his eyes? Oh, that's right. They were blinking and creeping you the fuck out earlier in the movie. <laughs> that yeah, was and he a didn't even creepy one. He didn't yeah. even wire him right. <laughs> but then the detective shows up. And it's a little Mexican standoff, except he's the only one with a gun, so it's kind of mm-hmm. weird. Oh, I was kind of confused by this fight scene. I'm not yeah. sure what happened. Please yeah. tell me what happened, gentlemen. So the detective is like holding the gun on Frankenstein, mm-hmm. and Igor's yeah. like off to the side, and Victor goes, "Igor, no!" And the detective looks over like a dumbass. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what happened. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then Victor like they started wrestling a little bit. He's got the gun. And then the detective's arm got caught in a gear or something, yeah, yeah. except it was only his hand. It looked like it was up to his damn elbow, though. Yeah. But apparently he's made of metal because he sparks. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was weird. I was like, maybe that was the gun in there, and that's why his hand is in there, so we'd let go of the gun. But yeah, that was a little... Uh, I have a theory go- coming around. Oh, God. So this this fight scene was filmed like a Transformers fight scene in that we had no fucking clue what was going on. <laughs> yeah, it would, 
definitely hide the the lack of choreography. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, I, and then he's sparking when his aunt, hand gets put in the gears. Maybe the police officer is actually a transformer, designed oh. by the Vatican. Yeah, <laughs> to infiltrate the unpure Londoners. Well, I mean, he's looking Wait. for Optimus Prime, but Optimus Prime isn't going to land for another two hundred years. There you go. So he's a Decepticon. He's a Decepticon. That makes perfect sense. So mm-hmm. I guess he's still or, or alive. Maybe, I don't or know. he's I, just a T one thousand. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, then he pulled his hand out and just right back into form. That'd be sweet. You're right. He's an old school. Uh, he's a T eight hundred. He's a T eight hundred. So now uh, Igor and Victor are fugitives and fugitives from the law and mm-hmm. uh so they go to uh oh my god what's his name finnegan for help <laughs> and he's like well i have a palatial estate up in scotland uh you guys can go to if you know need to hide out for a while and continue your work um but but igor doesn't want any of that shit he just wants to stick around there at the castle or live on the street i don't know what exactly he's a doctor now he can do what he wants um <laughs> he wants to give himself up and Frankenstein just chooses the thing that's too good to be true. <laughs> yeah. So he goes off he goes off in a carriage and then Igor and Finnegan are talking and Finnegan's basically like, Okay, dump his ass in the river. What? Bunch <laughs> of guys jump him from behind, take him out to the river, throw his ass in, but they forgot to give him cement shoes, so he escapes yeah, fairly fun? easily. He just floated back up to the top, which is all you have to do if they don't like weigh you down. Yeah, if you m- even moderately know how to float in water, then you'll yeah. be fine. <laughs> just don't struggle or become a ball in yeah, water. Ju- just relax and get the bag off your head. That, uh, otherwise it turns into like waterboarding and that's pretty bad. But Right? <laughs> uh, so the detective starts sounding insane um, in front of the chief oh. of police. Yeah, he starts bringing Satan into it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> He's all the works of Satan. I love this stuff. When he starts bringing religion into it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, apparently the detective didn't have a warrant, so they like place him on leave, give him a little slap on the wrist, and it's basically like, all right, you're off the case. Uh, we'll find him, or we won't, whatever. It's it's 18th century London. We have bigger things to worry about than dead body parts going missing. Then the we detec- really don't care. And then the detective's like, Wait a minute, I can still shoot my gun with my left hand. <laughs> and he goes after Frankenstein anyway. I'll go after him myself, because let's face it, nobody's going to know the difference. It's not like we have Twitter yet. Exactly. <laughs> it says here he's posted in the Highlands of Scotland. Yeah, by the way, how that, that detector, is, is this movie supposed to sort of be like Sherlock Holmes versus Frankenstein? Because mm-hmm. that detective... Seems to know everything what the fuck is going on. He has, like, some superhuman detective. Not superhuman, but, like, super detective-ness to him, but... Yes, super you, detective skills. Do you know why, yeah. Why? Because he's Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Batman... I'm sorry. The detective, <laughs> Bruce Wayne, um, he... <laughs> I don't know, sorry. So Igor uh, gets out of the river and uh, meets up with Lorelai, who's like, oh yeah, I'll take care of you, you'll be fine, blah blah blah. I have the uh, Pocket Watch Blizzard flashback story written down. <laughs> when when does that come up? <laughs> it's we- it's really weird because he says, the way they introduce it is like, is that precious? And then they cut to the police p- guys talking. 
and they don't say they don't they don't go to the story right away and then they go back to the story later but it's like is that precious and then they just cut to nothing yeah <laughs> to something else it's like okay i guess it's not you yeah, know? i guess we're good thanks guys <laughs> it's a re- it's a really weird edit i don't just know le- why just leave that thread dangling <laughs> they, they could have just they could have i think they were trying to build some tension there but they could have just got over with the exposition already uh, so then Igor's off to Scotland with Lorelai because she wants to come along. Jarrett, have you seen the movie The Woman in Black? That's the uh, other Daniel Radcliffe movie, right? Yeah, where he goes mm. to that like haunted house. That no, I have it, not. No. Okay, well, it, this next scene looks kind of similar to it because he takes like a carriage and there's like a road to this house oh, in the yeah. middle of nowhere in the moors of Scotland. Surrounded by a moat. But, but it's like a tidal moat, so it's like half the time the road's available, but when the tide comes in, the road's gone, so you're stuck there and blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And the house is you. Uh, it's kind of like this, except it's a castle and a drawbridge. Uh-huh. <laughs> But, yeah, for some reason, with Daniel Radcliffe being involved in, like, all of the colors and just the whole scenario. Oh, yeah, no, it definitely had a Lady in Black feel, yeah. for There's lots sure. Of, lots of blues and grays. Yeah, very. All, all of the grays. Oh, perhaps, all of the grays. Perhaps even Fifty Shades of it. I don't know. Oh, my goodness. How did they get the trademarked Fifty Shades <laughs> of Grays? Yeah. They um, don't work for free. All oh, those no. All grays. <laughs> They 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 paid a pretty penny for that, probably half their budget. <laughs> but there's a uh, there's guards around the castle, so he can't get through. Except they can totally see the carriage, and they're just like, "Huh, why is that carriage parked there? I don't know. Whatever." Hey, look! Isn't that guy running off into the woods? And there, ooh, there's a hot chick dressed like Red Riding Hood coming to talk to us. <laughs> hello, hello! I'm here to distract you. I'm a distraction. <laughs> Oh, hello, distraction. Hi. Hmm. Did you realize I have boobs? I did. Yes. Um. So I'm lost. Okay. Like in general in life. <laughs> okay. Well, do you have any hobbies or skills or anything of that sort? Um, I'm pretty good at spreading my legs while hanging in the air. Prostitution. <laughs> Wait. I remember you. You're from the cabaret. Mis- oh, yes. Mr. Tong Tickles. Yes. I assume that's the... Guy's I'm name? his escort, <laughs> Mister Tongue Tickles. Uh, so yeah, we see the castle, and there's a drawbridge, which I'm like, fucking Why? drawbridge, and they're raising the drawbridge because they don't want to be disturbed while creating their monster. That's a private but, family time. Yeah, but look, but luckily Igor can crawl a rock face, no problem, because you know it wasn't <laughs> like he was spending the first 18 years of his life as a hunchback, and now four days later he can. Well, honey, hunchbacks are known for their upper body strength. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. How do you think they <laughs> ring those bells? <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm sure he was, like, helping carry baby elephants back and forth and shit. He worked at the circus, honey. He's a blue-collar working man. Yeah. How do you think uh, those kicks in the face? <laughs> but, but by the way, I think things around this time the detective shows up because I have written down. I swear to God, he just said Batman is in allegiance with Satan. <laughs> <laughs> there were a couple of lines in this where I just didn't understand. There was also something about uh, there were raffle forces. <laughs> yeah, you're trifling with raffle forces, and it's like, wait, what? Raffle. 
Is that is that like like putting in tickets and spinning the thing around and I hoping they call my number? I think it's a little dog, and that's its name. <laughs> raffles, horses. Get him, raffles. <laughs> so then Igor crawls the castle wall, start, uh-huh. starts peeking in. There's, Tom much. There, there's a dozen or so men running around and they've constructed this giant man and apparently they're slow roasting him over a fire yeah it is a barbecue <laughs> and, and i was like trying to think like why would they be doing that and it's like oh i guess there was a scene earlier where they're talking about you got to get the liquids moving and rocking them back and forth and maybe that yeah. has something to do with it still, but still he's being you cooked don't roast over him. a giant fucking bonfire and that can't smell good oh no rotting rotting flesh on oh. an open flame no it's all def- <laughs> it's all like defrosting i think oh did maybe, they have him frozen wait i don't was know it, was that no that wasn't the original igor's body right no 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 no, no <laughs> maybe no. maybe his eyes but no nothing <laughs> but they they still got to keep those parts cool when they when they're collecting them yeah, yeah okay okay also know. like yeah. questions were all these parts constructed there in scotland do they have an ice box what's going on they <laughs> they got a kegerator they keep most of the stuff in <laughs> no. they got one of those box freezers freezers you always see on the serial killer shows oh it's the wine cellar they got the oh, wine, the cellar. wine yeah. cellar they didn't really go into did they go into much um explanation about how they got the big big body nope no no it's need all for stitched that. together yeah. it's, it's just all stitched together all right they just stretched it out he has like a zipper down his back basically yeah, yeah right. that makes sense well then frankenstein goes uh walks off a little bit to wash his hands for whatever reason uh but that's when igor sneaks up and frankenstein is absolutely not surprised in the least to see Igor there he's like oh hey buddy you came <laughs> to see you're just in time you're just about to light this bitch up Ah, uh, um, you came to see your your child, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, right. You want to see the final work, huh? I knew you had it in you. Wait, and, but I've got a pocket watch. I think it means something to you. You left it with me when I was still in the circus. Yeah, I know that Henry was with you. And then, and then he's like, "Ah, oh, you know my secret now," which changes absolutely nothing. Oh dear. Um, and he says, like, you're a good man, Victor. And I write down, how? How is Victor a good man? How do you know this? Because he's very, very good at following directions. Because he sucked white stuff out of your back and gave you a back brace. Ooh. Wait, 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 what? What did I just say? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the show must go on, so... <laughs> So they send the weather balloons up into the sky during a storm uh, to get some lighting. He says something about Prometheus Ascending, which I'm thinking like, ooh, that's a bad name for a sequel to the Alien franchise. (laughs) (laughs) With dog people now. Uh, And they get a lightning bolt and it starts, he starts, Prometheus Unbound starts twitching and just starting doing a thing. But then. More like flailing. Yeah, it's more like, ah, I'm getting shocked. What's going on? But then the second lightning bolt comes in, and shit goes awry. Bananas. Everything starts crashing, there's fire and gravity and all kinds of shit going on. Oh, gravity, you always come in when we don't need you. <laughs> uh, but after all the explosions and ducking and hiding, flailing girders and stuff like that, we see something moving. <gasps> what could it be? Something large. Oh no! Oh no! 
Something with apparently a shit ton of nipples. It's the monster! <laughs> oh my god, it had the, like, hugest metal nipples. Yeah. <laughs> Did you catch that? Did you catch the huge metal nipples? Oh yeah, I, th- I think those are like those ports for, like, diagnosing your car when it has, like, an error on it. <laughs> <laughs> You're right! It <laughs> so totally if the, is. if the Frankenstein's monster has an error, you can just, like, diagnose it. Oh. But through its just... nipples! <laughs> What's code 22? Oh, it's his kidneys. Shit, give him two more kidneys. It's a code 69. It's his dick. Ah, it's attacking me. <laughs> so, Indeed. So then, so then uh, Frankenstein walks up to him and he's basically like, I'm your brother. Look at me. Look, we're going to be fine. You're going to be my friend. It's going to so be sweet. he stuck his brother's brain in there? I, I don't know. I, I assume yeah. he was being figurative. I feel as though... Because no. I su- because then he starts, like, petting its face and going, like, oh, no, Harry, Henry, whatever the Prometheus. fuck. Prometheus. No. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry, that's not you. I shouldn't have messed with life. So, like, I, I feel like this so, movie... So, do you have his brother's brain? Because I assume... I, I, assume I was confused brother... about that, too. Yeah, I assume the brother died when they were, like, kids or something. I don't know. But maybe he just died, like, last week. We don't know. That's I true. Feel, I feel like this movie was actually, like, four hours long and they had to butcher it down. Maybe. I wasn't sure if they were trying to say that it, it didn't have the brain and he was hoping that it would just be his brother, or... Is it a symbol for his brother? Or, or, yeah, or they're trying to say that something about the soul. Like, oh, it it is his brain, but it just doesn't have its soul. You know, it was trying yeah, to make a statement about that, but... Yeah, I know there's a whole thing where he's like, well, you know, I killed my brother when that happened, so now I'm going to bring him back in a way by bringing in a new life for the one I took and blah, blah, blah. But it, it still doesn't make any sense with that yeah, yeah, yeah. this scene. But Especially uh, with the, the weird implication at the ending, but we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, well, so yeah, so... So the monster gets shot and tosses Frankenstein across the room and then basically pimp slaps the detectives <laughs> into a light show. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is made of explosives. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Every- get it. Every- everything explodes. It's true. The walls are made of dynamite and they're electrified. Yeah. But uh, Frankenstein and Igor, they're hiding in a corner together and he's like, what should we do? The only thing we can do. And at this point, it's like, well, you have several options at this point. So what is the one thing you can do? <laughs> Go Guy Ritchie on it. And then they run the fuck out of there and stick around to the sequel. Nope. They attack the monster. <laughs> Turn him into a yeah, freaking pincushion. Yeah, those like javelins and girders and stuff. Yeah, where are and... they getting these javelins from? I don't know. <laughs> All the broken Every... scaffolding, right? Everything Maybe? is sharp and everything explodes. The the one the one they stab in its back or whatever looks like the a fucking struck on a truck. <laughs> you know, I yeah. just realized they are in a Scottish castle. Maybe they're like some old like lances or something they had decorating the walls. Yeah, maybe. I don't maybe. know. It was vague and Transformers esque. Should have just pushed him in the fire. <laughs> right, right. And then he could have done like the thumbs up from Terminator Two. <laughs> well, well, then it's like, well, then why else would you have the fire if that wasn't going to be where the monster was going to be pushed into? Because you had to push all the detectives into it. Uh, oh yeah, there's a scene where like Frankenstein like jumps on its back with like two machetes in his hand and like stabs it yeah. in there. Ah, Remember, it's got two hearts. Two hearts. Ah, stab it in the chest again. Two and even. Hearts. 
And then at that point, after they stabbed the second time, the monster's lying down there, I'm like, yeah, chop its head off, just to be safe. Double tap. It's called a double tap. Yeah. In this case, you need to give it a quadruple tap. Uh, But then we cut to a little bit later, and, oh, hey, Lorelai's alive. That's cool. Yay! Uh, Frankenstein apparently runs off, um, basically writes a letter back saying, hey, I'm just having fun, but uh, you never know, I might reach out to you. Until then, enjoy yourself. You know. And then it's like the scene for his collector card. Yeah. Victor Frankenstein, <laughs> title card. He's like, Roll credits. You're my best creation. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> making it weird up until the end. Thanks, Victor. Uh, I don't... This movie is crazy pants. I yes. don't. I genuinely don't know if I loved this film or despised it or maybe both. I know. What did you think, fun. Jared? Uh, you you liked it, right? Yeah, I liked it. I don't love it, but yeah, yeah I I went in with low expectations because I don't <laughs> yeah. really like Max Landis very much. He has a reputation around Los Angeles <laughs> as being a jerk. Yeah, I th- I thought it was pretty good. I saw it a lot like like King Arthur Legend of the Sword, which you know I love, but there's oh, yeah, obviously parts movie. where it's like, okay, that that's a little out there, but but I'm okay with it. Yeah, but they they at least made a world where the things that were out there fit into that world. Yeah. In this one, I guess I didn't buy the world building, so some of the stuff was really great and fun, and then some of the stuff just didn't fit. I do, I do agree with you on that. Like, if you're gonna go do some stuff, like go all out, like Sherlock Holmes with like uh, the uh, Robert Downey Jr. ones. Yeah. Yeah, 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 the Guy Ritchie style. Like, go for it, man. But he just kind of peppered some things in just for like, <laughs> I like that. So I'm going to put that in there. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, it's like it's like they had a good idea, but they were too afraid to go forward with it. So yeah, they, they never like, they never hit the button. They never like went for it. Yeah. But I think the charm of, the, at least the people that are in there, I like, at least I like them. I think the charm yeah. of them really carries the movie, um, mm. at, at least through the weaker points of the script as well. Oh yeah, no! All the yeah, characters are really are really enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed all the acting. Nobody mailed in their performances or anything. No. Like I said, I mean, the biggest problem with it is when they try and talk science. Yeah, yeah. Like, Production design's really really good too for a lower. Oh yeah. Uh, budget oh, movie. The, the sets were fun. It felt like a big movie. Even yeah. though like yeah. it wasn't a huge movie, mm-hmm. it felt big, and I did enjoy that. And like yeah, like I was even telling Steve like when it opened up, it felt very like World's Greatest Showman and like that. Yeah. Like it Canada felt like circus. a big movie. Yeah. Excellent. Well, we're gonna take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we have fun facts, more my bear, facts, my bear, and everything we learned from Victor Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> happy to have you with us this evening and want you to enjoy every minute of your stay here. Listen to me. Please listen. If you don't, if you won't, if you fail to understand, then the same incredible terror that's menacing me will strike at you! 
Are you ready to enter the sci-fi double feature drive-in? Every month we hold a special double feature with a very interesting theme thought up by your host, the conspiracy-loving Elisa, and yours truly, Jarrett the Kaiju Man Wegelin. We discuss giant monsters, little monsters, genetic abominations, robots gone awry, aliens coming to Earth, cryptids, and anything in between. So join us at the sci-fi double feature drive-in podcast every first and third Thursday of the month. And don't forget to stop by our snack bar first. Hi guys, we interrupt your favorite podcast to interrupt you with an ad for your new favorite podcast. Wait, wait, isn't this playing on somebody else's show? Exactly. So then how are we, I thought we were their new favorite podcast. Well, we're going to become their new favorite podcast after they hear this advertisement for our show. What's our show called, Justine? Superiority Complex. Yeah, where can they find us? Patrick. Uh, Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, exactly. You can go to at Soup Complex on Twitter, S-O-U-P Complex, and you can go to Facebook.com slash Soup Complex. But our main page is on Podbean, and you can find us there at www.superioritycomplex.podbean.com. New episodes are out every Thursday. Justine, what do we talk about on the Superiority Complex? Nerdy stuff. Perfect. Don't get all sensual with your voice. Yeah, did you hear that? I heard it. If you want to hear a little more of that, tune in to the Superiority Complex. One more time, Justine, what do we talk about? Nerdy stuff. Nah, wasn't the same. You tried. Did you ever go on vacation with your family and hope the dance instructor would fall in love with you? No, but I did think a guy with a giant boombox playing Peter Gabriel outside my window in the middle of the night meant true and undying love. Listen to our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, where we revisit these movies and it turns out they weren't the best ideas. What were we thinking? You can find our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or your favorite podcatcher. You can also tweet at us at H-E-A-M-C-A-S-T, Hemcast. Hey, this is Liz. And this is Heather. And we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast. A show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture. From movies and TV to our regular book club and everything in between, we bring you our favorite fandoms with a feminine eye. We're talking Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, DC Marvel, comic books, and anime. And don't forget sci-fi, fantasy, action movies, video games, D&D, board games, and so much more. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbeam, or wherever you find awesome podcasts. You can also find us hanging out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and at nerdybitches.com. Talk to you soon. And you're listening to everything I learned from movies. All the best. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve. Those were the greatest ads that ever added. How did you do that, Steve? Uh, You know, it's (laughs) not just me. It takes a village to give us commercials because they have to do all the work and I just kind of take credit for it. (laughs) Can we hear those again? You know what? Let's take it from the top. <laughs> Home video hustle. Home, Home video, video hustle. hustle. Home video hustle. Home video hustle. music. Uh, All right. Uh, um. yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. What's that uh, Besotted Geek theme? <laughs> Besotted Geek tonight. Peacock and some douche and they're probably gonna fight. Oh. <laughs> Coming uh, on our next <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to other podcasts. Hashtag guest wins. Hi, Brent. Hi, hey. PJ. 
Hey. Hey, Stark. <laughs> hey, Peacock. <laughs> all right. Ah, oh, man. Mm, all those ads got me a little thirsty. Do you need a beverage? I do. Do you got one handy? I do. From Boulevard Brewing, we have the Sixth Glass Quadruple Ale. Ooh. It has no description, but it is 10.2% alcohol by volume. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh. I'm going to pop my top here. Woo, my top. Oh, there we go. It's a geyser. Oh, shit. It's filling the cup. Well, it's because you got the bottle in there. It's a bucket of snakes. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Damn you, Boulevard Brewing. You've done it again. <laughs> Why do we keep buying snakes instead of beer, Steve? <laughs> There's too many snakes in this motherfucking case. Should, should we stop going to East Bay Vivarium for our beer? <laughs> Why'd it have to be snakes? <laughs> I hate snakes. <laughs> Alright, here maybe safety for Safety's always third. Alright, ready? Um, I'm not really sure the best way to do this. Look, yeah, see that's gonna dump the glass. There we go. Ooh, the nice, beautiful pour. Wow, this uh, smells quite Belgian-y and or infected. Mm, well, it is a Belgian quad, right? Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, nice uh, dark amber color, a little almost ruby. A lot of it oh, uh, yeah. foamed off. This is a little bit cloudy. I don't know if it's because it's not quite right or if because it's Belgian. Ooh, Seems actually, kind of a taste. Yeah, that's not too bad. There's a little. Uh, it's a little. I don't know if it's hop or a little extra sherry. Yeah, a little sherry on it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not a bit. It's not bad at all. It actually doesn't taste infected, so yeah. I'm happy about that. I'm not gonna lie. With all that foaming, I was afraid it would be. Yeah. Yeah. Very malt forward. Very. Very, very Belgian. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Effervescent. This is a good beer. I would yeah. like to try some that wasn't super foamy. Boulevard, send us some beer that's not super foamy. Yeah. Oh, Boulevard, do it. Come on, Boulevard! Give me the peer pressure. And send us a promo. We'll uh, we'll get you in there, or we could just read you one, like uh, Boulevard Brewing. Like beer, we got some. Oh, we could probably put that to a song. We probably could. Uh, <laughs> Wanna take you down, Beer Boulevard? Because <laughs> yeah, we get you drunker. <laughs> there you go. I just made that up. Steve, do you have any fun facts or super fun facts? Because they're fun, fun facts. Nope. Oh, Aww. wait. I've got a few. Wait, what? <laughs> Anybody want to take a guess on the budget of this movie? I'll do $48 million. Ooh, you're actually pretty close. 40 is what Ooh. it says. I was uh, just going to say 40. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Any guesses what the U.S. gross was? Ten dollars. Eighty-two million. Five point eight million dollars U.S. <laughs> oh no! Really? Yeah, thirty-four worldwide. So it I lost a lot of money. That's a Ooh. lot. That really is a lot. That's yeah. yeah. That's not good. Did it have like a regular theater run, or did it just go oh, yeah. to theaters to? It had a full theater run. Like, I remember, uh, like, there's a lot of videos of, like, Chris McAvoy and Daniel Radcliffe doing the circuit and cracking jokes and, like, almost not even talking about the movie, just, like, having a good time being bros. I remember <laughs> it going to On Demand pretty quick, though. Oh, probably. Well, I mean, if your opening weekend is, like, three mil or whatever it would have been, yeah, you, 
<laughs> they're like, fine, do a DVD. Maybe we'll get a couple bucks that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, perhaps I do the fact that it was filmed from November of 2013 to March of 2014, uh, but there were no public screenings until its release on Thanksgiving 2015. So nearly two full years later. Wow. Oh, they had a critic blackout. Yep, that, no pu- no no pre-screenings or whatever and it uh, still only got like a 3 million opening. They don't like Ooh. that. Yeah. Critics That's... hate that shit. But uh the twist this movie put on the classic tale is that it's told from Igor's perspective. However, fun fact, Igor doesn't appear in the original novel Frankenstein by Mary Shelley. What? I do like that twist on this. For this entire month, we're watching, what, six Frankenstein movies in total? <laughs> Something like that, yeah. I, I appreciate the little twist that each of them have that's a little different. Yeah, you know. oh, yeah for sure. I would hope that there would be a, some kind of a twist on some of those. <laughs> nope, they're all the exact same movie, yep. just different eras and actors. None of them have midgets, none of them have time travel, none of them have... At least half of them have a circus. <laughs> yeah. I, you should have done Frankenstein Conquers the World. <laughs> Ooh, it was it was it was a possibility if we could have found it on Amazon Prime. <laughs> That's a crazy twist. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, rather than don a wig or grow his hair long, uh, Daniel Radcliffe wore hair extensions for his role as Igor. Because of this choice, he had to suffer the look and wear them as his own. Uh, wear them as his own hair throughout filming. Why did he just grow it then? If he's suffering. I don't know. No idea on that one. Spencer Wilding is credited with playing two roles on Victor Frankenstein. Uh, He's the Eastern European strongman in the circus, the star of the film, and is the monster Prometheus. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, see, he didn't seem that big in the the first part of the movie. I mean, he was a big, like, muscle-looking guy, but... They did a little forced perspective, probably. Yeah, yeah, probably. And they might have put him in some of those Munster's shoes. You know, those shoes that Herman Munster oh, yeah. wore that made him taller. <laughs> yeah, the platforms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, uh, Victor Frankenstein is revealed to have had a brother named Henry. In Frankenstein from 1931, the main character, played by Colin Clive, was named Henry Frankenstein <gasps> instead of Victor. What? Maybe, maybe that's where they got the name from. That's, that's a weird twist, I guess. Hmm. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, what did we learn from Victor Frankenstein? (laughs) Pre-med student. Jarrett, as our lovely guest, would you like to go first? Uh, Yeah, I wrote it down. Let's see. What I learned from Victor Frankenstein. If you have a shitty dad, make sure you do everything in your power to show him that he is shitty. Whether it's through your art that he hated, the writing that he doubted, or the walking corpse you built from rotting flesh. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that'll show him <laughs> sweetie what did you learn oh i learned that uh there are raffle consequences <laughs> <laughs> raffles no <laughs> raffles has consequences steve uh i learned babies grown in vats <laughs> <laughs> and uh I also learned around this time you didn't need a, a certificate or actual schooling to be a doctor. In fact, you could be a clown physician. You could just read a book and be a hunchback in the circus. Oh, yeah. I also learned The Legend of Frankenstein needs more electric zombie monkeys. Yes, it does. We need a Gordon spin-off. Gordon was the best monster. 
is a sequel, Gordon Unbound. Yes! <laughs> At least a graphic novel. Right? <laughs> What's his story? The what Adventures is... of Gordon! <laughs> is oh. he Flash Gordon? <laughs> he oh my god, again. No, no, it's back back to the Congo because he gets up to 88 miles an hour once he breaks off the forest yeah. leg braces, goes back into the future to 1995 to meet up with Amy, the talking gorilla in the oh, Congo. Oh, shit. Amy. <laughs> Ugly lady. Pretty. Give me sesame cake. And then he's the electric zombie monkey that kills Herkama Hermolka in the oh, Diamond Mines. Fuck. He raises all those Win. monkeys to be smart. Right? <laughs> he's sold. He's the reason sold. that they survive eating off the flesh of I I don't know. <laughs> or the crystal. I don't know. Did the crystal yeah. make him smart? I don't know. I don't remember. They, they eat hippos. No, they were so. genetically engineered, or like ah, they were right. not genetically engineered. Yeah, they, they were bred, bred that way or by something. the locals yeah. to protect the diamonds, but then they ended that's up right. killing the locals. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. <laughs> Don't yeah, yeah, yeah me. That's Michael Crichton, son. That's Jurassic Park. <laughs> Jurassic Park is way above Congo. Congo <laughs> is spectacular. <laughs> Timeline, but Congo is above Lost World. Time no, is no, in no, there and no! It's spectacular. This, it's above the second half of Lost World. You got to give me that. No, timeline. no, 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 no! It's, it, it's definitely above timeline. Timeline way is above, spectacular. Way above timeline. Timeline is spectacular. Time travel by of. mirrors. Yeah, you spin the mirrors around and then you travel back in time. Just the scene with the sesame cakes better than timeline. <laughs> oh, screw you! <laughs> <laughs> Well, Jarrett, thank you for joining us here on Everything oh, I Learned yes. from Movies. It is always such a true pleasure. Oh, we love having you on. And where oh. can we find you and your lovely wife and your amazing podcast? Oh, well, we are on Twitter at SFDFDI Podcast and on Instagram and on uh, Facebook, Science Fiction Double Feature Drive-In Podcast. <laughs> uh, so subscribe to that. This week, I mean, you'll be listening to this in October. But we are doing Space Time Septemberum. So we did Back to the Future back in uh, August. And we were like, fuck it, let's do the sequels. So we're doing Back to the Future 2 and 3. We just had to do it. So we're doing those. So even though this will be in October, you can look back and listen to those. And we'll have something in October. We're not sure yet. And you guys also do your super awesome underground episodes. We're getting back into underground. We talk about cryptids, aliens, conspiracy theories. And uh, if you enjoy that kind of stuff, go ahead and look at the underground episodes. That will be in the same feed as well. So, yeah, I hope you guys check us out. We are good friends with Steven and Izzy. We love Steven and Izzy, so I think you'll like us. Oh, we love you guys. (laughs) Yeah, we got to come on for one of those underground episodes because I always love the the final verdicts and stuff you guys give. Yes. (laughs) Uh, We were planning on underground soon, so we hope to, uh, since we have more time, we can do undergrounds again. We hope to have you guys on soon. My next underground on the Great Bigfoot War of 1885. Yeah. What? <laughs> so brother you, versus brother. So if yeah. that's if that's not a tease, I don't know what is. <laughs> Sir, so I would like to subscribe to your newsletter and become a producer <laughs> on this film. All right. Uh, science it. fiction double feature drive in podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you so much, guys. Oh, thank yeah. you. And of course, you can find us on Podbean at eilfm.podbean.com. Uh, we're also on Twitter at eilfmovies. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're also on Patreon, where lovely people like Jarrett and Elisa uh, <laughs> give us a few dollars for access to exclusive episodes, Woo! extended interviews, and uh, just whatever free stuff we want to throw out. We're we're still working out the details, but uh, we're trying to make sure everybody's happy. As most yeah. of us are. <laughs> Excellent. And, uh, babe, if we're looking for incredibly wonderful art of a cute to unique nature (laughs) oh well if you're looking for like i don't know movie monsters who love kittens because it's october or maybe a super cool glow in the dark covered in glitter moon cat pin uh for the awesome holidays you can find all that stuff created by me at untidyvenus.etsy.com that's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com excellent Mm, yeah and of course, we're uh, continuing Frankentober. Yeah. Uh, we have a number of uh, great interviews and in past episodes. If you haven't listened to those, some of them, some pretty big names. I'm kind of excited. Um, but yeah, until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And I'm Jarrett. <laughs> and this is Everything, Everything I, I Learned from, from movies. movies. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, Bye. everybody. Bye. Bye-bye.